Welcome to A Court of Swish and Flick, A Court of Thorns and Roses podcast. To the people who look at the stars and wish, we welcome you to a bonus episode of A Court of Swish and Flick. In this episode, we will be discussing Katie's reaction to finishing the first two books in the Crescent City series. The first two and only two right now. (laughs) There will be more. I'm Tiffany. Oh, no. I am Tiffany. (laughs) I am Megan. I am Katie. (laughs) And I'm Sarah. Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because word of mouth is what is the best for podcasts and we appreciate every single person who tells your friends that you like our podcast. If you would like to, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Court of Swish and Flick and on Twitter at A-C-O-S-A-F. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash A Court of Swish and Flick. Supporting our podcast keeps us going, and it gives you access to our exclusive Facebook and Facebook group and Discord channel, as well as live recordings once a month. Our episodes also come out early for patrons posted to Patreon the weekend before. Thank you all so much for your support. If you have any questions, concerns, or anything that you want to share with us, you can send that to our email, which is a court of swish and flick at gmail.com. Maggie flying through that stuff. No, that was fast. You know, podcasted all weekend. I'm in the groove. (laughs) I'm in the groove. (laughs) Dork. Uh. I wanted to be the one to like come on and like let everyone know like what my future is. Well, not really, but kind of. 
I'm not. <laughs> but um, I like came to a decision, and after however many years we've been doing this, I um, am not going to be podcasting anymore. And I wanted you guys to hear it from me and not anybody else that I've decided to that I've come to that conclusion. Um, but it's been a good run. I have enjoyed doing it. I love meeting everyone. Um, it's just it's time for me to essentially put down my proverbial mic. <laughs> that sounds really funny. Um, and just be done for a while. So you're in good hands. So it's been a good time. I've had a lot of good laughs, um, and I appreciate everybody. So don't stop listening to them just because I'm not on. I know I'm the best part of it, <laughs> but you'll, you'll be in good hands and they'll still talk about all the things that you love. So I just wanted everyone to hear it from me and not from someone else, um, that I won't be, won't be here anymore, but I still love y'all. So don't forget that. I guess we could also explain like what we do plan on doing going forward too. Is like we're still gonna finish. Do you want me? Um, I don't. Yeah, no, roll into it. Um, So in regards to the future of court, we did want to change it up a little bit, um, basically to get through these books a little bit faster. So we're gonna um, we're going to be grouping a couple chapters at a time in each discussion going forward. Um, But we do plan on finishing ACOTAR. And then I'm guessing what we'll do after that is probably like break down Crescent City and Throne of Glass and kind of like go from there. But that is like the pathway Mm -hmm. for the near future, at least um, of what we're going to do. Someone has to read Throne of Glass. I know. I started Mm. Kingdom of Ash on the flight to Denver this past weekend and it is good, but it is sad, <laughs> but I'm enjoying Beautiful. it so far. So, um, I will bug Katie to, uh, to read throne of glass next. I'm though. only going to read chair of wood. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> no, I'm really not <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh gosh. I just like making Meg shake her head. That's my job in life. Yeah. So yeah, okay. just be just uh, get ready to talk about more than sh- one chapter at a time. Basically, I just yeah. uh, you know I'm really ready to get to Mist and Fury. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we get to Mist and Fury, then we'll slow back down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am excited to talk about the ending of this book or of the first A Court of Thorns and Roses book. It's everything just happens so close to the end. It's just like such this build up, and then it's just like. So much at once. This is the way of SJM. I know. I know. You're right. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. So, if you can remember, because it's been a minute. It has. Your initial thoughts on finishing what's written in the series so far. Um, A little bit of relief, because those books are quite large, and I can be a little bit of a slow reader, but... More so, really excited for what's to come. Mm-hmm. Because that, I so I knew, well, I guess this kind of goes into the next part too, but like I knew that, I knew how it connected at the end. I knew that it connected at the end. I didn't know how it connected at the end. So when I okay. got to that, 
was pretty stoked and i cannot wait was, to see how that all pans out was anything like actually spoiled for you because i know the internet was like at at the time that this book came out sarah and i finished it very quickly but like sarah first had even finished <laughs> sarah first. she made sure of it i also read all any and all spoilers i could find <laughs> i'm not even sad about it Hey, yeah. that's just Can't your style. Can't wait for the next one to come out, and I'm going to read the ending before anything else. I don't care. <laughs> that's your style. That's fine. I mean, I get it. These are anxiety-ridden books. <laughs> so I get it. much so. Um, but did anything get spoiled for you? Thankfully, no. Almost a couple times. Like... There were yeah. a couple moments where, like, she like I she would ask me. She's like, did that just get ruined for me? And, I mean, like, it sucked because, like, there were some aspects where, like, if she had not seen that, it, I think it would have been an absolute 100% surprise that there was a connection at the end. Um, because I think that you saw something mentioning Azrael, right? I saw two things mentioning Azrael. And so I knew she, I was yeah, like, yeah, and she so asked me and I was just like, don't overthink it. Yeah. Like it didn't really get ruined don't overthink it just put it in the back of your mind and keep reading like i i had to tell her that a couple times but so that was frustrating that she did um she did see two different things mentioning Azrael. so like it would have been better if she hadn't even seen that but i still think it was a pretty big surprise no yeah i mean like in the grand scheme of things more so i just i knew those characters were going to show up based on text threads and just hints no one ever said directly that was gonna happen but i just like it was hinted at so i knew that was coming but like i had zero idea how that was gonna come play out and how it did was really badass (laughs) i just want to know more i don't want to wait to know more uh yes sarah did you know that it was azrael unlike tiffany who thought it was off <laughs> okay this i will just proves that you need to read your books tiffany and I megan mean, I was... really thinking that what their what's her face didn't kiss meg <laughs> shut up don't i don't call think, us out like this i don't think i knew that it was Azriel right away i didn't look so i forgot and this is All terrible right. no it was her Hands. Well, so, I like, forgot. You can't have a podcast if you don't know who has scarred hands. I know. I forgot that he had scarred hands. However, after they went through each character, I realized who everyone was, and I did know that Cassian was part of the group that came up later. So, like, yeah. then I could deduce then you, like, that that it was it was Azrael, yeah. yeah, which I think is really sweet. Deduce. Just because I really like him. There's but a yeah, lot of bad. people that think that um, him and Bryce are actually mates, which is a lie because. I don't like that. Hunt, but whatever. Um, and I also hate that theory because he would never leave the night court. Even if Truth. he does. Because some people theorize that he does not belong. In what? Because <gasps> he, I mean, he kind of says it himself. Mm. But. Well, it is interesting that he has those shadow powers, but so does Rune. So did Cormac. But Rune and uh, Reese look very I know. similar. Oh, what is that about? Well, I need, yeah. They need to be related. Well, if you think about it, I think that where, because he looks, Rune looks like his mother, not his father. Bryce looks like their dad. Rune looks like his mom who comes from whatever that court is or wherever, where his cousin's from. And I think that's the Dusk court from Dusk, yeah. Which would make sense because Reese's family is from there. And I also saw a really, really cool theory about 
a character from Throne of Glass that may or may not also be related. But obviously that's just a theory because like tech like technically as of right now we don't know if they are going to be connected like uh Akatar and Crescent City are. Mm-hmm. Right. But right. It was a cool theory. That was a cool theory. Yeah. There's I, so many theories. I, right I need to know all the things. I really do. And like it's impossible to right now. <laughs> Correct. I think Sarah J. Mass knows all the things. I don't she think she like, does. I'm either. just gonna set she, this up and figure it out, which is like well, how I, I go through life, you know. I think she, th- how it seemed in the the last live that she did, when Silver Flames came out in paperback, she basically was like, "I don't want to say anything definitively." She's like, "So I can leave the door open, in case essentially like her characters t- decide to do something besides what she wants them to do." Does that make any sense? Yeah, because I, I remember you kind that. of. Yeah, I remember you kind of telling us um, that she, like, possibly alluded to the fact that, like, Throne of Glass might not be finished. Like, she doesn't want to say it's finished, Mm -hmm. even though a lot of people think that it's finished. So that is interesting to me. Um, Yeah. I love that. Oh, my God. Mia. (laughs) Rune's in the wrong world. (laughs) LOL. Leave Az alone. I love Azrael, and he's not leaving Akatar. I will riot. Two, Rune can come be in my world. Like literally, oh I'm single. God. He can. He, we love him. He's my favorite character. I would say out of that book. Rune is really cool. Yeah, I, would yeah. Rune. I love that you say yeah. that she says that about her characters because, like, Meg and I have planned out stories, and you can plan out a plot. This might sound crazy to anyone who's never done this, but like, literally, we've planned out a plot, and then as we are going through it, it has completely changed because we're just like, oh no, I I feel like this person. Would like, do actually, this they wouldn't instead. do that, and it's like kind of weird that that happens. But when, when you said like, that, I was like, I get it. Yeah, it's like you're writing it, but like the character still does kind of have a mind of its own. <laughs> it's like as much movie. as you think you control it. <laughs> What's that movie with Will Ferrell where he's like in a story and he doesn't know he's in a story? Oh gosh. Oh, like something fiction. Stranger than fiction. Stranger than fiction. Is that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't even relate properly, but it just made me think of it. So whatever. <laughs> yes, it is stranger than fiction. Woohoo! I googled it. Yeah. Oh man. I like that a lot. That makes me feel like I already know she's a good author, and I really like her. But that just makes me like her more. Yeah. Well. All right. We did kind of already talk about what I was going to bring up. Thoughts on the end? Well, me and Meg kind of talked a little bit. It's like. It's cool, like stuff that you wouldn't think about. Like, yes, they would speak different languages, and Bryce oh, yeah, wouldn't I did not understand think about that at when all. she's plopped in another world. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. And then, um, please, like any theories that come to your guys' mind, tell me because I don't know a lot of them. But she was like, "Yeah, Sarah pointed this out to me, but like, apparently Hunt's memory is wiped, and like that's effed. I don't like that. That's not okay." Well, there's also like a theory, so. Because Sarah J. Mass said something about, like, you should be worried about, essentially, about Hunt and Rune in the next um, book. And Hunt's real name is Orion, and there's, like, the whole um, story about Orion being killed by his lover and or, like, lover's brother or something like that. There's, like, a couple variations of the story. Um, So maybe this is actually a tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) Because I could 100% see rune if it, if it comes to that where like hunt has to die because for whatever reason 
he is um because in my opinion him and him and bryce are going to go head to head like they're going to have to fight each other because he's not going to remember who she is um in my opinion i think this is going to happen and i think that maybe he won't be able to be saved and if it comes down to it rune would kill him so that bryce would never have to be the one to kill him and he would take Mm. that burden on for his sister personally Mm -hmm. i love that and i hate that do i want it tonight no but it's actually a kind of cool thought i also thought about the fact that if you think about where she comes from this has nothing to do with what we were talking about but has to do with her speaking that language because they say that she's speaking like old fae or whatever Mm-hmm. But where she comes from, like they have computers and cell phones and like right. all these like um, modern technology. And like, that's a kind of like a cool juxtaposition of she's speaking a super old language, but homegirl's got a cell phone and knows what toilet paper is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Amran's going to have a large part in the connection just because we don't know a whole lot about Amran's story. And. Sometimes I was finishing up Wings and Ruin and just some of the wording, it made me feel like Amron may be from hell. Could mm. be. I mean, she kind of talked about um, like Brimstone like was mentioned and just like little clues. Yeah. And it just made me feel like I feel like her story is going to be big in this connection. And well, she also know, maybe Sarah JMS also said about uh and honestly, I don't remember how, how many books she said, but she said that there's going to be more Akatar books, obviously, but also there's going to mm-hmm. be like a novella or two. Um, and someone was saying, cause she also said that one of them like might not be in like the future. One might be like from the past. And I think originally people were thinking maybe we're going to get like a little novella of like, um, like Reese and Azrael and Cassie and like meeting or something like that or something from the younger days, but like not to mm-hmm. be an asshole, but like that's just not pertinent. Right. Um, a lot of people are thinking that she's going to write a little novella about that whole, um, story, kind of like the battle that is talked about in both books with like the whole betrayal and like moving worlds and all of those things. But I don't know, like, could that be a novella? Cause it seems like it's a lot of information. Sarah, can you call yeah. me? Answer my texts. Thanks. Can you call me? Can I help you? <laughs> I'll be your note taker. Can um, you imagine? That'd be sweet. Wonder if she has like Endgame in her head, like wherever all these right. books lead to like one final thing. I know? also like wonder. I mean, to me, it seems impossible. And like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk in depth. None of us are gonna talk in depth about like the possible connections with Throne of Glass because Tif- not Tiffany, Katie has not read it, and I have not finished it. The other but, short person. Um. <laughs> it seems impossible to me that she would have had this idea that all of these worlds are connected when she wrote the first Throne of Glass because that was so long ago. So, like, I wonder yeah. at what point yeah. she decided, yeah, there's stuff you in know? that very first book that are in all the other ones, so why not? Who's to say she didn't have the idea? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's just interesting to me. I don't know. Like, because she was, what, 16 when she wrote Throne of Glass, right? Or when she wrote the prequels like the assassin's blade little stories right what did she write first was it assassin's blade or did she write throne of glass first do you know i have no idea i believe throne of glass first and then she went like back and decided to do little prequel stories yeah 
I truly need to read all of those again. I flew through those too. You did. I also want, I mean, I, like I said, I'm, I think I'm on chapter nine, maybe of kingdom of ash. Um, but I already know that I want to like go back and start, I think with Akatar and then do Crescent city and then do throne of glass again and just do like a full reread of everything. I think I'm going to listen to, I have um, some credits. I think I'm going to listen to silver flames after I finish this Christina Lauren book. Are you liking it? This is completely I'm random, but are you liking so it? Fluff. <laughs> okay. It's so fluffy. It's so fluffy. Isn't it it's nice? Exactly it's what like, I needed. Yeah. That's what I yeah. need between fantasy books is like something just super, especially heavy yeah, fantasy. So books. Throne of glass came out before uh, assassin's blade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I literally never remembered the uh, names of them. I, have to, like, I remember when you first bookshelf, and I'm missing two of them. So, do you remember when you were we were recording Swish and you first were reading Akatar and you kept saying a court of something? I can't remember the name. A court of something. <laughs> it would be like when we talk about what we're doing. And you're like, I don't know the name of this one. <laughs> well, I read a court. I read Akatar the first book in like 24 hours. Like I started it at night and finished it the next day. Um, Jeez, Louise. Not to be a bitch, but like it's not that long. It's kind of like <laughs> I read one book today. I feel I'm about like to finish the second shit. one. I feel like size-wise, <laughs> it's kind of comparable to like the first Harry Potter, you know, and like that one I can also uh, definitely read. I guess in a, in a let day. Me, me well, you know what? I wouldn't know because I don't actually own a hard copy of A Court of Thorns and Roses. It actually I might be a little bit bigger than another copy of the series. So I will have. Four full copies and eight copies of Silver Flames. Do I need that many of Silver Flames? I don't, but um, we're here now. It's your so. favorite book. I know, but I genuinely don't need, because like, there, I don't need three paperback copies. So like one of the orange ones can go to someone. And technically, I bought a fourth one that I gave to you. Oh, yeah, Katie, I like Mia's question. Did you pick up on the book connections between Akatar and Crescent City, like the Book of Breathings? Hell no. I am so dumb when I'm reading. <laughs> Listen, when I'm reading, really? I'm just, I follow along like, doo, 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 you know, like whatever. <laughs> oh my God. And then later I'll be like, holy shit. Oh, I get but it. But the book of breathings was so like, I don't even remember where in. that was from, to be honest with oh. you. I don't. There was, it's and there's also like another flames, book right? that I picked up on too. That I was like, there oh. is another book. I thought they were just like cool callbacks to like her other series. And I was like, that's great. Um, Little did we. What's know. her face? What's her name with the book of breathings? I can't remember Jessica? her name. Just she's gonna have some kind of critical role. I don't know. I thought she would have been more important in this book, and she really wasn't there. Yeah, she was. Well, maybe just, she like, laid low for a what good reason. What does she reason. look like? She's kind of there she's whenever, like, hot. whenever they're like in a pickle, and Bryce is like, "Oh yeah, I'll call up my old boss." Oh, boop, I know, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> on her on her like, cell phone. What are these? <laughs> I Does need some of those dead coin things to get over to that creepy dude. What if Jessaba <laughs> and Meryl are the same person or related? Because they both Who's look Meryl? similar according to... Um, Who's Meryl? Her Who's that from? Picture. Meryl is the um, fae wa- female that's writing the book on um, the Valkyrie that... Oh, okay. Um... Gwen works under who's like a real bitch mm-hmm. and she also oh, was yeah. working on the whole um different worlds there's a whole book on that Ma- where like 
Gwen maybe was she like, wasn't it in made it. My eyes cross. Like trying to maybe she wasn't there doing. because she was in the Akatar world. Double agent, maybe. <laughs> secret maybe. agent, Faye. <laughs> yeah, they I both like have Bucky. white hair, mm-hmm. basically. I do love the thought of like the horn being connected to those other objects from Akatar. Yeah, which I cannot yes. think yeah. to name right now, but that were all in silver the flames. Harp. Yeah, I can remember the harp, and then I can't remember the crown the mask. Mm-hmm. The crown, crown. Okay, is that it? And then yes. it would be the horn. Like I think that's super cool. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a lot when you go back and read Silver Flames. There's a ton. We were a shit ton. Oh my god, where are those? Were you making a note like in your phone? Oh yeah, I also. Um... She she was like. There was like a span of like a week's time where Sarah and I were just like firing stuff at each other. Like it was crazy. There's so there's many connections. A shit ton. And she even said she goes when you if you go back and read it, she's like there's a lot that she left in there because there's a ton about different mm-hmm. worlds. There's tons about um like about different worlds and about like uh there's stuff about said about the sword. There's stuff like um legends and like what possibly like happened way back before Printhian was Printhian and like they got magic from the land and yada, 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 and these people came and um, it's said in Crescent city about how they tried to like make their own soldiers. And those are probably the Illyrian soldiers. Cause like they're born and bred to, to fight and like to, to do war essentially. Um, but they like turned on them cause they fought against the, uh, what are they Asteri. called? I don't even remember. Isn't it the Asteri? Asteri? Yeah. yeah. I wanted to call them Valerian, which is not this book series. But it'll be interesting. <laughs> what are they called? What do I t- get them confused with in Twilight? I know. What, I was, what, are, the, what are they Vampires called? in Twilight. It's um, something really close. In Italy. The... Right? Volturi. Volturi. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's the same thing. Asteri, Volturi. <laughs> I mean, kind of, you know, like it's the same concept. Speaking of the Asteri, that was nuts to find out like what they've been doing and like Fox. they've just been like, Sucking yeah, super fucked. Just trying to like go through and conquer all these freaking worlds. And then you find out like hell may not be as bad as you think it is because they fought these people off and they might. Like, they helped fight mm-hmm. it off another time. I don't know. It's nuts. There's got to be one giant war at the end. That's how this is going to end. Are people going to live is the real question. Because, hmm. I mean, so far, people if you who think I don't about give a fuck it, if they live or die. Therian, I don't give a fuck about you. Your whole storyline was hard for me to read because I did not give a single fuck. I don't care <laughs> for him. Yeah. Sarah. But is you it going to so be like a Durian situation? You know what else? I hated that whole... Ethan and Connor, I we're both in love with the same woman. I hate yeah. that storyline. Yeah, she doesn't. Ha- I don't know. Yeah. I'm just. I don't love the storyline of like everybody's in love with like the single female. She's so hot. Everybody wants her. Uh, That's fucked. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. I, I don't like that at all. Okay, but is is Therion like a Jurian kind of thing, where we like think he's gonna be. I don't think he's Shitty. evil or anything. I just don't care for him. Like, I loved okay, him in the first fine. book. And yeah. in the second one, he seemed like a whiny little bitch. Like, I don't give yeah, a fuck totally. about you. I agree that I don't <laughs> think that he's, like, a bad person. I just am not interested in his story. <laughs> you guys kill me. Yeah. I was more interested in the first one. And then the second one, I was like, 
You're kind of confusing to nah. me. I don't know why you don't want to be part of his world. <laughs> oh snaps for that a plus dad joke oh thank you. boy thank you thank you oh I get it from that you. brought a little tear to my eye i have a question <laughs> for everybody to see if they have thoughts on this because okay. it's very obvious like when there's a gate in midgard or I mean yeah. Lunathian, you know, like like you know that that is a gate, but like we have never seen that in Akatar. But obviously, there is some sort of connection because somehow Bryce winds up there. So like, where are the gates in Akatar? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if ports we haven't been to. If they're just if they can just be like not anywhere, but almost anywhere, because it talks about how. And I don't know if this is the same on other worlds where the magic comes from the land. So if the land, like they talk about essentially like made objects, right? They talk about that mm-hmm. a lot in Silver Flames because Nesta makes a lot of objects. She turns the house into her friend. Like she does that. Right. And it took me until this reread to realize like she wanted a friend. And that's why the house started doing those things, like giving her things and kind of like not talking back to her, but almost talking back to her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like she turned it into that. She made, um, you know, the sword, she made the dagger, she made those things. And I wonder because those other made things are, I believe are the like crown and the, um, uh, whatever the fuck they are, the crown, mask. the harp, the, the harp um, and the mask and the horn horn which we yeah. are assuming is the fourth dread trove bullshit thing right <laughs> and that's on the back of bryce so like she essentially is going to hell to get help she lands in uh wherever the fuck she lands Bryce's front yard asking for help you know what i mean well yeah. she is like she lands at the river house and like if yeah. you read the description of like what she sees when I she love gets you. there that's the description of the very first time like Nesta, not the very first time, but the very first time we're seeing it in Silver Flames, Nesta like going into um, like his study for I don't know if that's what they call it, but it's the exact I just same love description. That it was Reese's front yard. That's what really made me happy. Well, it is. <laughs> I found this website. It's it's weird. I think we actually used it whenever I talked about my like when I finished the um, Crescent City too. But it's like mm-hmm. mommy, it's called mommythrives.com. But it's like this whole article about like different right. um, possible connections and theories and stuff like that. And they there's a little section about the gates in Akatar. And this person says, we know from the ending of House and S- House of Sky and Breath, Bryce lands outside of Valeris after falling from the sky, but there's no visible gate described in this location. Is there a gate buried there? Is it in a tunnel network that is unknown to the inner circle and those in Prithian? The only other place I can currently think of where there would be a gate is possibly Ramiel. Um, We know from Silver Flames that there's an archway where Nesta makes her last stand to protect Emery and Gwen as they climb to reach the monolith. Or is it possible that the monolith itself is a gate? Hmm. Additionally, the three great mountains in Prithian have buildings inside of them. The prison is under a mountain. We have the sacred mountain where Amarantha had her court. However, the inside of Ramiel, right, has never been explored, as mentioned, I believe, in Silver Flames. Could there be a gate inside of there? I liked that. Oh, or is there a gate 
What? Anything's possible here. Right. Or is there you a know what? I bet. I bet they have to go. I bet they have to go back to uh, Amaranthus Court. Just like wrap it all up. I bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, bet, I don't think cool. anything's there personally. I think if anything, they're going to be in the prison. I think that's going to be a mm. huge thing. Because like, how did a lot Amaran, of like, get in, in and out of there? And like, what else is underneath there? Um, and like, that is essentially where I think the Court of Dusk was. Where? I think where the prison is. Because the, the prison like, um, the, is... If you look at there. the map like in Silver Flames, it's significantly more detailed than like... Each book, the map gets more detailed. Yeah. But it's like the mm-hmm. prison's on a little island, like just like northwest of... Or really like north of uh, Valeris. Hmm. It says... And, like, west of the Illyrian Mountains. It says in this article, too, in Silver Flames, Nesta heard voices where people were trying to pass through the walls or were trapped in the walls at mm-hmm. the prison, right? Yes. Like, she saw, like, she heard them, and then she had, like, a vision. Yeah. And she had a vision where she um, and Lanthus, who uh, damn near killed Cassian. Right. Um, and there's something else significant about him that I forget, um, but... Not Cassian. I would never get anything about Cassian. But um, she Jeez. is seen, like, essentially on the throne with Lanthus, where, like, they're ruling. Uh, but he has, I, th- I think he has the crown. Like, I think he's wearing everything, maybe. And there's the fourth item is shrouded. So, like, she technically-ish saw it because it was there. Um, mm-hmm. But because she's made, it, she doesn't have to, like, listen to the thing, you know, if that makes sense. Wasn't there a, like a theory, and c- please correct me if I'm wrong, that Amran might have been part of the Asteri, but she doesn't remember it? Um, I heard that. I feel I've like heard that. So she talks about it in, in a little bit in um, Wings and Ruin because they're talking about. I forget how they started the conversation. Oh, they're talking about the Carver, so they're asking Amran about it. Um, because it says, we had some questions, Cassian saying this, we had some questions for the Carver and we have some for you. And Amarin says, you are going to unleash the Carver. Uh, and she says, that's impossible. And then Reese says, I'll remind you that you, sweet Amarin, escaped and have stayed free so it can be done. Perhaps you could tell us how you did it. Um, so blah, blah, blah. Amarin replies to him saying, no. And Reese is like, it wasn't a request. So... It's just like Feyre and Cassian spoke to the Bone Carver. He wants the Aurora Boris in exchange for serving us, fighting Highburn for us. But we need you to explain how to get him out. Anything else? Her voice was too calm, too sweet. When we're done with all of this, he said, then my promise from months ago still holds. Use the book to send yourself home if you want. Uh, She tells him to call off his dog, which is Azrael, whatever. Um, And (laughs) Reese remained where he was. And he asked Amron, why won't you tell us? And so it says Cassian casually slid Nesta behind him, his fingers snagging in the skirt of her black gown as if to reassure himself that she wasn't in Amran's direct path. Nesta only rose on her toes to peer over his shoulder. Because the stone beneath this house has ears, the wind has ears, all of it listening, Amran said. And if it reports back, they will remember, Resand, that they had not they have not caught me, and I will not let them put me in that black pit again. My ears mm. hello out as the shield clicked into place. No one will hear beyond this room. 
Amarin surveyed the books lying forgotten on the low table in the sitting room. Her eyebrows, except just as her brows narrowed. I had to give something up. I had to give me up to walk out. I had to give something else entirely, something the prison would not recognize. So I bound, I, I bound myself into this body. I never heard her stumble over a word before you had said someone else bound you. Reese questioned carefully. I lied to cover up what I'd done so none could know to escape the prison. I'd made myself mortal, immortal as you are, but mortal compared to what I was and what I was. I did not feel the way that you do the way I do now. Some things, loyalty, wrath, and curiosity, but not the full spectrum. Again, that faraway look. I was perfect. According to some, I did not regret. I did not mourn and pain. I did not experience it. And yet, yet I wound up here because I was not quite like the others, even as as what I was, I was different. Too curious, too questioning. The day the the day the rip appeared in the sky, it was curiosity that drove me. My brothers and sisters fled upon the orders of our ruler. We had just laid to waste to we just laid waste to twin cities, smote them wholly into rubble on plain, and then and yet they fled from that rip into the world, but I wanted to look. I wanted. I was not built or bred to feel such selfish things as want. I'd seen what happened to those of my kind who strayed, who listened or who'd learned to place their needs first, who developed feeling. <laughs> but I went through the tear in the sky and here I am. And then Moore's like, you gave all of that up to get out of the prison. And she says, I, re- I yielded my grace, my perfect immortality. I knew that once I did, I would feel pain and regret. I would want it and I would burn with it. I would fall. But I was the time locked away down there. I didn't care. I did not. I did not. I had not felt the wind on my face had not smelled the rain. I did not even remember what they felt like. I did not remember sunlight. And then uh, what's her face? uh, Favorite is comparing that to Azrael being locked away. And so she goes on to say, I bound myself into this body. I shoved my burning grace deep into me. I gave up everything I was. The cell door just unlocked. And so I walked out. And then... I don't know if it says anything more. She's he asks if she can be unbound and she says not by me. Um and then they like what what happened if you were and she said I would not remember you. I would not care for any of you. I would either smite you or abandon you. What I feel now, it would be foreign to me. It would hold no sway. Everything I am, this body would cease to exist. So Nesta asks, "What were you?" Amran says, a messenger, a soldier assassin for a wrathful God who ruled a young world. And then hmm. obviously Reese has more questions. Nesta says, what was Amran your name? And she says, no, I do not remember the name I was given. I used Amran because it's a long story. And then that's kind of mm-hmm. broken because Nest or Elaine comes downstairs and uh, she's talking about, um, Fast up, but like, they don't know that yet she's like, <laughs> Everybody thinks she's dead But she's not <laughs> What? Katie was like oh, Yeah she's talking about flowers or some shit <laughs> About Elaine No she says so Talks about how She saw young hands withered with age I saw a black box of stone I saw a feather on fire on snow And melted Um and then she talks about the fact that it was so angry that something was taken. So it took something from them as punishment. So she's talking about the hands withered with age is that fucking crazy bitch, <laughs> Bray Allen or whatever, who uh, was like, fuck y'all. Y'all are young and hot now. I want to be young and hot forever, too. So she went into the cauldron and it was like jokes on you, bitch. Old crony mm. out. That's right. And then Nesta snaps her little Old fingers crony. and she ceases to exist. And then the whole black box thing 
is Koshi, who's on his little island, trapped. But he's got mm. Vasa, who's the whole feather fire thing. The land on snow and melted. I don't know fully who that's supposed to be about because like people ship her and Jurian and Lucian together, but hmm. who knows. Sarah, I shit you not. Like, you just need to sit down and record yourself describing the plot of every book you've ever read. And, like, you, you will explode. Can we talk about the one I'm currently reading? Yes. <laughs> no, like but seriously, stuff. if you were to do that, <laughs> you, it would mean I think it would be a viral sensation. <laughs> I love oh listening God. to you tell the tales of stories I it's know. It's just sauce talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Literally. Um, before I forget, I will, I've been typing these things down because I forget things instantly. Uh, the whole like, I think Danica's sister or sibling, like another Fendir Alpha, like that was kind of crazy. I, I knew think, there was um, something with that. Her and uh, I can't remember Ethan her name. Are going to be together? Is that the kid's name? Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. That whole like mystic thing was really creepy. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm curious as to, like, I mean, because Danica's gone. And also, like, major Dumbledore energy. I don't really think I like Danica. Absolutely major Dumbledore energy. Oh, but like, I somehow don't like worse. her at all. You are not her friend. <laughs> yeah, somehow yeah. it's worse. Yeah, you know, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe we don't know enough of the story, but also, like, I don't know. You just seem, like, super shady. Is it going to be like a Snape comeback? <laughs> I don't know. No, there's like, I, to me, there's nothing she can do. Like you lied. Okay, I want to know how you feel about. Let it go. Um, <laughs> she lied to her allegedly no, best I'm friend. Saying, for I'm two saying years. you let That's it out. Saying. Let it out about her fucking I'm saying mate. Let it out. <laughs> like when I read that, oh, I yeah. was that was sobbing. Shitty sobbing. Uh, if bad. Jen came to me and she was like, "I've been in love with this guy for two years." I would be like, we weren't even fucking friends. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's bad. For two years. Like, what the fuck? And, like, the thing that, like, because however he says it, he's like, well, she didn't, like, how would you have spelt blah, 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 blah. That's my best friend. Like, I can't. Like, you didn't trust me enough to, like, tell me that you had a fucking mate. Like, go fuck yourself. You're dead. And I can't unalive you, but. I love that Baxian turned out to be good, though. The what? Baxian. I'm glad that he wasn't actually, like, a bad dude. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. thought that was really cool. I was suspicious. Yeah, so was I. Can we talk about Night and Day? How did you feel about that when you first saw him in his little night form? I uh, um, automatically made the connection because I also knew that Reese was in the story and knew that she thought Rune and Reese looked identical essentially mm. um so like immediately i picked up on that but did cool you pick up on that? who did i think nope. the day was um i, I think you were remember. hoping it was hypaxia i think so who yeah was like a, supposed to be like engaged to but i think that that's who i also that thought that it was bitch. for a second i was thinking it was pointing mm. to celestina oh wait that's who i thought it was i thought that wait. it was gonna be celestina was and cunt <laughs> Whoa. And then (laughs) she betrayed them. And then that didn't make sense. But then I caught the clue that it was the hind before you actually found out that it was. Oh, okay. Um, Good for you. I know, right? I figured something out. I was reading a book. Did you like get the whole, like, did you, did you like think 
did the him being knight and how it was described make you think of Reese at all? No, but now that's mm. clear as now day. Now it seems obvious. Uh, uh, <laughs> now it seems obvious. Yeah. But I didn't catch that either. Yeah. I loved that yeah. whole like mind I fell for a lot thing. of stuff. Do you think they're mates? The Hind and mm. Rune? I at least mm-hmm. want them to like do it once. Then we'll find <laughs> they out. They did. Oh yeah, in their right. little day night mind That's Jedi true. trick thing. That's true. See, but I need like. But does that count? Real P and V. Yeah, or like put the P and the V in the real life. Sweaty bodies need to be against each other. Sweaty I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna ask another question. How did you feel? I don't know if I've told you. I know I told this to Tiffany. Mm. In one of the bonus scenes or whatever, like, um, because if you don't know by now, I don't know where you've been, but I personally think that Azrael and Gwen are mates. Um, and do you just say Jesus? It's just, I've heard it so much. I do because fuck Elaine. Lucian, if you guys want to be together, y'all can be together, but she needs to stay with permission. But uh, in the bonus chapter of her and Hunt, like where he goes to like see her at work, or whatever, it ends the exact same way that um, like the feeling in her chest or some bullshit ends the exact same way that the bonus chapter with Ezreal ends with him feeling some type of way thinking about her, mm, her being mm, when not Bryce, because mm, that's not mm, a thing. Him and Bryce together. I don't like Bryce and Hunt. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm sorry. I, I just don't like, like, like Hunt. Rune. If anything happens to him, I will be very upset. Right. Not that I don't care about the other characters, but it's like Rune is so far and above like everybody else. (laughs) Like he, I would say is him, Cassian and Azrael are my top three Sarah J. Mass males and everybody else can go fuck themselves. So I really don't, I don't care about Hunt honestly one way or another, but I do really love Bryce. I like Bryce she's a lot. one of she. I think she, Bryce might be one of my favorite SJM characters. She's just like, I like she's her. Just so she's cool. like a real person. She vacuumed <laughs> up a freaking <laughs> that scene. <laughs> that Archangel. scene sold me on her. I was like, yes, Bryce, you're my girl. <laughs> oh, I kept I kept waiting for Katie to get to that chapter when she was. I was like. Okay, what just happened? Wait, what just happened? And then as soon as she got to it, I was like, wasn't that fucking hilarious? <laughs> it was like almost so outlandish. I was like, I didn't like even fully grasp what the fuck had happened. Yeah, she pulled a vacuum out of the closet. I just do like him. I don't hate him, but Rune is I don't care literally him. my favorite human. Well, he's not a human, but... <laughs> Rune is where it's at. <laughs> he's hot. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Rune is. Well, I, I like tattoos and piercings, you know? It's just. You have a type. I don't think I do, but I mean. That I is believe 100% that you do. <laughs> I don't know if that's a fact. Uh. Mia, a while oh, back, asked what your thoughts were on the House of Many Waters. Can you remind me of what that is? So that's like. Just the river spirits, recap. mare, water beasts. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Nymphs, kelpies, nox. It, it made me think of. Um, all I could think about was the kelpie scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> silver flames, which like literally oh. haunts me sometimes. Yeah, it's so scary, nasty. That scene terrified me when I read it. I really. I really didn't like it, but I like it just made me think of the connection between the two. Like, oh, those creatures could have come 
from the world of Akatar, you know? It's really kind of odd because like you have like the Viper Queen, right? Like up on land in the market. But like I feel like the queen or under like in the house of many waters is like different and it's strange to me that there's like this person that rules all of that but then there's also like the archangels up above and then there's also the asteri like I, it seemed like a totally disconnected world and i don't understand why it's such a disconnected world mm. what um Maybe do we think there's any relation took from other worlds to make this one Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, well, what I'm thinking, what are the feather the the people in Akhtar that have like the feathery um, wings? Hold on, I just read that. Yeah. The literally that's what they're called, the seraphim. Yeah. I thought it was the peregrine. No. Peregrine no. are described as having six feathered wings from the dawn court. Ooh, no, so it's not more. them. She's the, it, I don't think that's what you're talking about, Tiffany. Are you talking about I thought it was Miriam and Well, it's like yeah. there's two yeah, different they're, two, they're not the same people. Yeah, there's two different types of angels in Akatar. It's the Seraphim from Krita and the Peregrine mm-hmm. from Dawncourt. Both of these species of Fae have white feathers. However, Peregrine are described as having six feathered wings. No, not that one, the other one. The Seraphim. seraphim. They're the ones that yeah. um Miriam, I think was half Fay, and then her mate was Dracone or whatever his name is. Yes. And um, That's they what couldn't I'm find of. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they talk about, like, I don't have Silver Flames in front of me. They talk about that in Silver Flames because of the fact that they, um, obviously, the females, like, give birth to babies, and um, they don't have issues where Feyre who you know Cassian can have his gut spilling out and survive but Feyre can't survive a c-section whatever um <laughs> they talk about their feathers and all of that I think in Silver Flames mm. I gotta reread Silver Flames I it's just really want to know how like all the spe- species species cross over because yeah we yeah. see so many in both but they're either called something different, but are they just that because they're all from the same sort of place? They're all from and they're everywhere. All from a different world. Yeah. I, it does. This article says that like both of those types of angels are also considered fey. Both the seraphim and the peregrine are considered fey. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then like in Akatar, you've got like. The high fey and then the lesser fey, which I don't like how they call them that, but whatever. And then says, you've got just like a bunch of different creatures over in Crescent City. Yeah. And they're literally, they're just like from all over. And it's yeah. especially, again, not to tie in Throne of Glass too much, but there's also crossover there when it comes to like different types of creatures or individuals. Like... House of Sky and Breath have Malachim, which is angels, Fae, Elementals, and Sprites, which likely all came from Akatar. And then, like, the House of Many Waters is kind of a combo of Throne of Glass and Akatar. Um, it's just interesting. Also, it's cool that there's, like, like, shifters in Crescent City, but then we also see, like, the High Fae have, or the High Lords in... Avatar have shifting abilities as well. Yeah. Um, Throne of Glass also has shifters. Yeah. Mm. What'd you say, Mike? The exact same thing Sarah just said. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. They have shifters. And then I'm trying to think of... <clears throat> I read something somewhere. Now I got to see where it is. And, like, the fact that we were introduced to, like, this Thunderbird sort of character, but then Emil isn't actually that. So, like, are there more of them out there? Mm-hmm. Or is a character yeah. we already know actually a Thunderbird? Like, is mm-hmm. Hunt part Thunderbird or something? Because mm-hmm. right now, you know, we're, we're shown this new term and, like, taught about it. But then it's like, no, just kidding. That was just to protect him. Well, as Tiff said in Discord, you know, Hunt does have the lightning crotch shot. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. That's his only redeeming quality of the lightning okay. crotch shot. <laughs> what if you're not into what? what are they called? A little electro play? Oh my god. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. People do that they can make that well, maybe not on your actual like clitoris. I don't know. I've never done it. Um that might really hurt. But you also might be really into it. Whatever works. I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum, you know? I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> Kill me. I was oh, God. sad to find out that Sophie was dead, actually dead, because I had hoped that she was alive. And I was mm. super sad that Cormac died because I hated him when we met him. And then I really oh, I grew know. to yeah. like him. Yeah. And then he fucking dies. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that sorry. Heartbreaking. Yeah, that was sad. Heartbreaking. Hated it. It was a weep womp moment. <laughs> People keep kept asking me the other day. They were like, what do, what can I do to like get over my book hangover? And I was like, y'all, it's October. I'm you not over it. it still. <laughs> when did we I don't read know. this? I don't when know. That? I don't know. February? I think it was February. I, of course, was Ooh. late, but I think it was February. Yeah. Yes, it came out in February. I read like maybe f- four books in March, four books in April, like where I almost read 20 in January. So like if that's any indication of where I went, you know, mm. man. Yep. Yep. Um, this article also then dives into like the different powers and crossovers. So like for with Rune, for example, like not only does Rune have some of the Starborn powers, but he also can mind speak, which is similar to the Daymati power. Is that how you say mm-hmm. that? Daymati. That's, That's how I say it. Um. However, the shadows that he has are extremely similar to the Shadow Slinger powers that Azrael has. Could there have been a shadow slinger in his line somewhere since he looks like Resand? Is there a relation somewhere in Resand's mother's side between Rune and Reese? We kind of briefly talked about that already. Um, and then the Starborn power seems similar to the light generation ability from the Dawn Court and the same ability that Feyre has. Does this mean that Feyre may be able to absorb power to make her power stronger like Bryce? I liked that connection because we see that happen with Bryce and Hunt. What if Feyre discovers that she can do that as well? And then she I don't know if she'd stronger. be able to do that because all of the things that she's all of the power that she has is because she was given powers from the High Lords. So I don't think if the High Lords can do it, she can't. Does that make sense? Like if they can't do it, she can't either. What if they haven't tapped? What if they just Maybe haven't they just tapped into know. that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. But I also think that, like, um. Well, maybe that's not true, though, because she could do it with other things. Because I was thinking, like, there's the whole, um, there's, like, an ideal or idea, I guess, in Throne of Glass where, like, you can be equals and share, like, power between each other. But that's not the same as, like, what her and Hunt do. Um, but, like, me personally, I think that 
because um, people make a lot of connections with Azrael and Elaine and the whole fucking sword bullshit blah whatever or maybe Bryce and Azrael are like mm. I don't know what it's I don't know how to pronounce it it's like car carnium or something and I call it cardamom because I'm me um, <laughs> but like maybe Azrael and Bryce are that where like they can share power but she really doesn't need that because like Hunt can you know um, crotch shot yeah I guess but like also not a crotch shot <laughs> Oh, fun times. Is there anything else? What else is new? Do you want to give us your favorites from the series so far? Like, there you go. Favorite character. I think it's a tie between Bryce and Rune. I really like each of them separately. And then I like the relationship Mm -hmm. that they have built. Yeah. I think it's really sweet how like Rune has always craved this like sibling relationship with her mm-hmm. and like because their yeah. dad's a total asshole it like screwed everything yeah. up but like they're getting to that now and like they've discovered things about each other because of everything um and i think it's just really cool that like even though bryce has more power rune's just like no nah, man that's totally chill like <laughs> take this sword it's more rightfully yours and she's like no you want it I don't know. I just really like how they bounce off of each other. They have a good relationship. Yeah. And like you can see how Bryce changes towards him, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Do and you have vice any, like, versa. Thoughts or theories of like who their dad really is. Cause there's some people that think, cause I don't think you ever learn his actual name. So like, what if he is from Corinthian himself? Mm. What if his heiress? I don't think he'd be that much of an asshole. But who knows? I can't stand him, whoever he is. <laughs> I can't. They're talking about Eris, and I was like, we don't know enough about him not to be able to no, stand it. No, I do hope that he's gonna end up having a redemption arc. Yeah, I think he will. I think he's I more think he like Reese than anybody really knows. Yeah, yeah. No, their their dad is a total asshole. Mia asks, Ooh. did you connect the stars, the star sword with being connected to Az's truth teller dagger? I can't remember why I thought that, but yes, I did <laughs> at one point in time. Nice. I like the, nice. um, I like the theory that like, that is why she went to Prithian, right? Uh, like yeah, the yeah. sword, like they called each other and like, that's why, right? Am I, that's a theory that's out there. <laughs> did I make that up? No. Well, and I think at the end of the day, there's a whole, the whole prophecy about like, um, I have to find it. Cause it's like when sword and dagger meet. Yeah. Shit's going to explode that's right. basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I knew that there was something and I liked, I liked the theory that that was kind of why Bryce got pulled to Prithian because, hold on. Oh shoot. What does Bryce say? Oh man. There's. Trying to get to hell. Yeah. Yeah. She comes and shows up at this place, this beautiful freaking place. She's like, Is this hell? <laughs> Which, like, Mia. who actually knows what hell looks like? It could be pleasant. I don't know. Mia says, There's the prophecy. Bryce and Rune talk about their people will be free when sword and knife are together again. So the sword pulled her to where the dagger is. Yeah. Because the. I kind of love that. It says in chapter 23, um, it, she, it, I'm assuming this is Bryce because I don't know where the fuck I am in this book but she says 
The sword came to you f- first for a reason. When was the last time two starborn ro- royals lived peacefully side by side? There's that dumb prophecy that the Fae have. When knife and sword are reunited, so shall our people be. You have the star sword. What if, I don't know, what if there's a knife out there for me? But beyond that, what what's Erd playing at? Or is it Luna? What's the our end goal or what's the end goal? Because they're talking her. She's talking to Rune. Hmm. But, like, that's what I think it's going to be. Like, I think that... I think, like... Because a lot of people didn't love Silver Flames because they're like, there's, like, no plot. Like, nothing really happened. I think I'll, I think really the biggest part of it is, like, Nesta's mental health journey is, like, a huge thing. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like a stepping stone book where you're yeah. getting a lot more no plot in that book. reading Crescent City. Um, you get a lot more information about that. And, really, I think that there's a lot of things that are setting up things for the future because I think that... It's going to be almost like, um, oh, fuck, what's that movie called? Endgame, right? Avengers Endgame, where, like, they all came together, and there's a mm-hmm. big, huge, like, fight to end all fights. And I think that's kind of what it's going to end up having to be, because, like, at the end of the day, the Asteri and whoever, whatever they're called in all these other um, worlds that have fought them, or that they have been through, they're going to end up fighting them. And, like, essentially, like, making it, like, peaceful everywhere for the most part. Because, obviously, like, you can't have 100% peace everywhere because that's unrealistic. Um, But I think that that's what it's gearing up to be for all of these books is, like, it thinking about like all the things that like Reese and his people have been doing where like he's been researching worlds and all of a sudden, you know, they have all these new made things that like Nesta made another sword and Nesta made a dagger and they gave Eris a dagger. Like Nesta has been wheeling the sword that was literally able to kill Lanthus. Who's like not supposed to be able to be killed where the only reason Cassian defeated him, but like didn't, he tricked him into being put into that mirror and then he got him into the prison. Like he was not able to kill him. And so, like, Nesta was able to essentially, like, kill this unkillable god kind of a thing. Um, And, like, now her and um, Gwen and Emery are, like, full-on Valkyries. And, like, the Valkyries haven't been a thing in many, 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 many years because they all died. And now not only those females are now Valkyries, but all of these other... um, priestesses are also training and they might not necessarily like actually like fight who knows um but one they're getting their power back from whatever has happened to them in the past so like they're going through all of these things to me it's all setting up for one giant enormous fight where like they're gonna have the the, uh strongest or most powerful high lord that's ever been in existence Feyre, who's like possibly even more powerful than him. And then all of these other things where her sisters are both made, who knows what Elaine's going to be able to do because she's seeing things and maybe she'll be able to like see some shit. I don't fucking know whatever her story is. I Mm. love, there's a great theory on the internet that she um, is going to be very good with poisons and like that kind of a thing. And I love that idea because uh, you know, she's been like into gardening and like her flowers and all of those things. And, um, I think that she would be very good because if you think about it now, how we pretty much might all under underestimate her now. Yeah. And maybe that's a plot device of like, we underestimate her therefore like, so is everybody else. So she's going to be able to like get in with people where it's, you know, it's always the quiet ones you got to watch out for and whatever else. And especially because she's also a seer, she could probably be able to 
uh, what's the like way, right way I'm saying this? Like in situations where like you're seen and not heard, if people don't expect a lot out of you, they are almost willing to like say things in front of you thinking you're not listening oh, or you're not going like to say anything. So she's might yeah. be able to one gain all of that information, but two also like people aren't expecting her to fucking poison some people. Right. Um, so I think all of these things, like all of these sisters are now made and they now like, do I love the fact that they all fucking mates? No, but like Tiffany points out that like, because they're made, maybe that's why they all have mates. Um, all of this is leading in my opinion to a huge, huge fight. The thing about like the sort of like reuniting our people. Cause like, how is that going to fucking work if they're all technically reunited? Like, are y'all going to go back to like your home planet essentially? Like, but y'all are used to cell phones and like, they don't have toilet paper, I guess in Akatar. Cause Sarah Jamas talked about like Cassian specifically being like, what? Or like, whatever, you know? Um, so like, how is it all going to end? I, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it all plans out, but that's what I think it's all ending to is one ginormous fight that they are working towards because like, why else was Meryl and Reese looking into all of planets and all of those things. And, you know, there's there's just a lot you know and they're trying to like essentially like kill like the bad guy and the bad guy are the asteri who are just they just want snacks man you know they're just hungry oh my god mia says the way she was falling sideways makes the parallel world slash timeline palpable um just to pull a quick quote emily gave this to us bryce thrust her power out willed willed the gate to take her and her alone and she was falling 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 while standing still suspended in the archway sucked backwards so that her hair trilled outward toward regulus's uh straining fingers she fell slowly without end and sideways not a plunge down but a yank across and across is in italics Hmm. so i think that that's um the italicized word is means probably important. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a big deal. Um, hopefully after this huge dry jumpus battle, um, they're all able to go to their home worlds peacefully. Where will the battle happen? Who knows? Will somebody's world be destroyed? Maybe. Who knows? Sarah, J Math. Mm. <laughs> well, like yeah. I wonder too though, I don't know. Well, I won't say it because I don't want to talk about Throne of Glass too much. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be for another episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost done. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I just I'm love the right. interconnectivity because that's what makes me fall mm-hmm. really head over heels with a story. Well, like if you think about it, like when do you always talk about like when Potter started yep. to really hook you? It mm-hmm. was Prisoner of Azkaban because mm-hmm. you started to get those callbacks and like you really felt like there were connections and things like things were called back to that like you never would have thought. And like now that seems to be happening on like a whole bigger scale in this like, story. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. right. Scale. It's like that. It's <laughs> kind of funny because like Harry Potter is like our childhood favorite so it's almost like the childhood level of connections and now we're on this reading this as adults and it's like the adult version of like many connections like on a much deeper level than than potter like 
ever got to. You know what I mean? And, like and many sexy when you times. go back and reread <laughs> Silver Flames, <laughs> it like blows your mind. Yeah, I really need to. I really need to reread Silver Flames. That's honestly Wings and Ruin too. Really, tons mm-hmm. of connections and Wings and Ruin. Mm-hmm. I've been on this like. It's so hard because obviously, like, everybody knows, like, how long everybody's TBRs are and whatnot. So, like, I have a hard time telling myself, like, it's okay to go and reread something instead of crossing off a new oh, book absolutely. on your list. You know what I mean? So, it's like, your life. I know, but like, uh, I know. So, I need to just tell myself, like, it's okay. Just go back and reread a book. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. DNF a book, reread a book. You do what you feel like. I am a firm believer in mood reading. Yeah. Do you see what this believer? What? I've mm. been like rereading um cuz I've actually never fully reread Wings and Ruin. So I'm like chugging along through that. Um It's so good. It is good. But it's you know so what I can't good. wait to reread again is Silver Flame. Silver Flame. <laughs> it's just my favorite. I've also never reread so- Frost and Starlight, but Silver whatever. Flames is your Deathly Hallows mm-hmm. <laughs> for me like a better uh, book because Cassie. Kate. Oh my God. Kate, do you want to read what uh, Distant Rose? Yeah, Distant Rose said Theory I read The Three Gods, Carver, Weaver, and Koshi. Koshi, thank you. Were originally from Crescent City before the Asteri arrived. The Carver drew three overlapping circles when describing himself and his siblings, the same as Bryce's amulet, the amulet worn by the Ooh. priestesses of Parthos. If they were priestesses, that implies gods. I like that. Interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that too. <laughs> cool. I like that too. The Carver and all three of those? <sighs> Creepy. Scary. Really <laughs> scary, yeah. <laughs> Don't really want to mess with them. <laughs> Zibon Carver. My final thoughts on this conversation is that, Katie, I really need you to start Throne of Glass. I know. <laughs> I need you to finish. I know. I Well, I okay. like I said, I started it on Wednesday night. And I did not have uh, it's hilarious that I packed two books for myself for LeakyCon thinking I would have time to read. And I did not have any time to read except our flight there. But um, looking at the plus sides of a bad situation, I hurt my knee hiking in Denver. (laughs) Um, So I am off of work until Friday and hopefully I can... uh, I can read a little bit because I I just was thinking about all of these things at work that involve like me kneeling or like cleaning something and like having to kneel down. And I literally can't right now. So I was like, I'm um, sorry, I can't come into work until I need to give myself some rest on this. So mm-hmm. hopefully maybe I'll be able to read this week a bit. Um, but I am definitely enjoying King Kingdom of Ash so far. Um, and Kate, I think that not that, I mean, I know that you like the sexy time in books. Trust me. I know because you like 50 shades of gray, but (laughs) this like throne of glass is much more like just focused on the fantasy, but like, it's just so good. I can can read a non spicy book. Yeah. I like, I feel like, I just feel like you're, I feel like you'll really enjoy it. Sarah like doesn't really believe like in 
mid-level space. I do. I like them. <laughs> but if you look at my bookshelf and I tell you like, oh, I've read most of these and all of these, but that's my YA section and more than half aren't read yet. But I'll get there eventually. So I have Sarah's to be in the mood for a YA. spice level is pumpkin spice. Oh my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, well, you know. I love I you. like what I like. I'm not, ash- I'm not ashamed and you shouldn't be all right well any i just have one thoughts? question do you have for katie mm-hmm. do you like have any like thoughts theories or anything of where you think or what might happen like in the next book literally Easy no <laughs> literally no i mean that's okay my only thought is that it will be called flame and shadow <laughs> that's all i <laughs> do you have any like hopes and dreams for it is there like something you absolutely don't want to happen or absolutely do want to happen um i really need to know the connection between rune and reese that's Mm. i really need to know that are they related runes like his grandson weird (laughs) um I don't know. Yeah, I just need to see all these people converse with each other instead of just being like, which I understand it was just the end of the book. Bryce it screaming like, where the scene. fuck am I? Yeah. yeah. Um, Can you imagine I, Rune and Reese meeting each other? <laughs> Hot city. <laughs> right? They'll form their own planet. Hot planet. Hot planet. But yeah. no, I literally, I mean, I don't know. I just... I just need to read more of it and it's not out yet so I can't and that's sad. Can what? go ahead and read Throne of Glees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's so funny. Distant Rose put the Spider-Man meme and said Rune and Reese meeting. <laughs> hmm, truly. <laughs> I wish I had um, cool theories. Favorite's gonna see Rune and be like Reese you should get your lip pierced. <laughs> <laughs> Lip piercings are pretty hot. Oh, should I get mine pierced again? I mean, if you want to, I don't care. You know what I find really attractive? I don't know if this is canon or not, but I've seen um, like fan art rendering of him with like his nipple pierced, and I was like, that's really attractive. <laughs> I could see that for sure. It's just hot, you know? Mm-hmm. I would not kick him out of bed for eating crackers. Sarah? That's one of my favorite Sarah-isms. Have you never heard that from anyone else? No, just you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I've heard that my whole life. Like, everybody in my life says that. Like, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. AKA, like, you wouldn't kick someone out of bed because there's crumbs in it. You know? He's hot enough that I would allow crumbs in my bed, which I hate, but I like him. <laughs> the sacrifices we make. Yeah, that's all I got. Any other any other thoughts? Anyone else want to blow my mind further with more wonderful theories? I want to more, but I need you to read more books okay. <laughs> to do <Okay>. that. <laughs> you mean there's yes. more to blow my mind? Yes. Sweet. There's more connections. And I think that I haven't even in my book gotten to the part where there are even more connections. So I am excited. Katie, it's your turn to talk about where you can find your hosts. Oh, sure. All right. You can find your hosts. Myself and Meg are on Instagram at the Peaches Family. Tiffany's on Instagram at 
tipswish underscore flick. And Sarah's on Instagram at O'Malley, and that's with three H's. All right, thank you for listening and for your support. We appreciate you so much. Take care and remember, only you can decide what breaks you.